act. Gosh. <laughs> you know so many random words. This is part of my act now. As I go up and I do chow, chow, buff, buff, <laughs> guest, 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 crunch, crunch, lactation, lactation, ferment, fermenters, for foment. No, that's a different word. Foment. Foment? No. Foment is a word. <clears throat> I can't think what it means, but it's a <clears throat> it's a good word that's not the word you think it is. You think I, it's to foment is to like s- make something like to engender something in somebody else. So, like you foment rage and oh. or something like that. Do you ever look up the uh, the uh, path of words like when their usage popularity? The oh, etymology yeah. of words. Well, there's or this, there's oh, a, their usage yeah. pop. Yeah, yeah, like through through time. That's yeah, the best. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. graph. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Goggle, goggle was like big. It was like invented in what was. Dongle, that's a new word. That's a relatively new word. Like I love that. I love that word. It sounds great. Dongle. Yeah. It definitely mm-hmm. sounds 100% like a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a yeah, but like also like a children's game or something. Dongle. Yeah. Play dongle. Uh, we play dongle every night with my papa. <laughs> <laughs> every night with my papa, we play dongles up. And you have to guess who's, you have to stick it. Oh, I don't want to say that, but I'm thinking about Yeah, um, that's good. Are we rolling? We're good? Are we gonna, everything's rolling? Okay, I'm going to play well, this song. Well, there's so many cameras. Got to have them. Welcome, welcome. Say welcome, right? Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to Gossip Gossip, the Double Down Hot Stepper podcast featuring... Blair Saki and Johnny Pemberton. Today, our special guest is comedian, musician, surfer, person who used what? to have a this broken is a lot of gossip, broken Woo! leg, what? Uh, traveler, wow. uh, in and out of places of res- different type of restrictions. <laughs> um, you know him by his name that is five letters at the beginning, five at the end. That's how people know me. The I most. am fucking jealous of that. Yeah. I would pay money to have five on five. Yeah, the symmetry. Five on five, My middle right? name's five letters, too. Wait a second. You both have fucking five on five? five yeah, five. baby. You I got, got five oh, on five. Shit. You got five middle? You got no, five, 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 five? Are you triple oh, I got, five? I got triple five. Hold on a second. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> Shane? Oh, breaking news. Shane, 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 Shane. What's your middle name? Tyson. Oh, that's a good. You have a yep. good name. Are your parents Satanists? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're absolutely Satanists. Shane Tyson Moss. They, they, I mean, they might be, and that's <laughs> why they raised me strictly Catholic. That is right. about the most evil thing you could do to a child. I also do think that uh, there's a lot of religions that are, you know what I mean? Like Satanism is closer to Catholicism than it is to Buddhism. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Satanism is closer to Catholicism. Than it is to atheism or right. agnosticism. Like so there's a lot much, of rules. Much closer. A lot of rules. Yeah. I think um, it's it, so funny though, atheists that are like these hardcore atheists, because it's like you're more religious than religious people. Without the rituals and yeah. the and the, I mean, I do like the idea of a devil worshiper. That's just like you know, it's just the right way I was raised. It, just, <laughs> it takes me back. Like I don't really believe it. I just like the rituals and the. It and takes the, Community, the community. I love the, uh, you know, the whole like. <laughs> but you killed most of the community. Yeah, that's what well, I like. You know about what? It. That's just my mom, pa. That's how they did it. That's how they raised me up. Is you get, <laughs> you see something that's not working right, you gotta kill it down, <laughs> strike it down. Free it. If you don't strike it, it will strike you. <laughs> 
But what is Satanism? You know, I love um, God, my God, my personal God. Um, People confuse me in the community. They try to label me as Christian, and I staunchly tell them, no, I'm not Christian. Jesus, not my guy. No organized religion for me. Mm -hmm. But what is Satan then? Because if, like, that just means you believe in, like, an overall evil over overarching presence yeah well, I mean, satan was like satan came from those religions yeah he's based on he's the dark side of the good so it's like you can't have one without the other so it's like all chaos and doom that you believe in what well, i mean yeah it, it's like the it, it's like when when people are like well i don't i don't actually believe that uh you know there was like a adam and eve 10,000 years ago, I just believe in like generosity and stuff. <laughs> and, 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 and Satan worshipers are kind of the same. Like, yeah, it's, sure, we know that was all made up, right. but we believe in evil at its core. Right, right, okay. Doesn't a lot of it have to do, I mean, this is something where it's like, there's people who would be listening who are just like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But it, basically, it's, for what I know it to be, it's about, uh, personal stuff it's like i do what i want like personal freedom yeah. which sometimes can mean that means i'm a fucking saint i think you might be sort of a satanist player mm. um can i tell you guys something crazy mm, yes I, are, are you you're a yes i'm kind of a no i was kind of on the fence or do you think you can do you want to hold Before off on I, okay. it well i mean i thought if we were voting on whether you can tell us something cra- i guess it's a two to one vote i actually so don't like can... when people ask that because it's like <laughs> no i was gonna say um I used to listen to you both on podcasts. Oh, wow. Wow. Together or separate? Probably some together. Um, (laughs) Once in a while, in and out. And now it's crazy that I'm... Just You're right talking here. to Just you. Just making dreams come true. <laughs> yeah, this is my true <laughs> this dream. Is, this has been my dream, wow. too. To true have dream. someone, uh, to meet someone who actually, heard I've always wanted podcast? to podcast with someone who's actually heard me on a podcast yes. before. So this is quite it's an a honor lot of prior info. as well. I feel like I heard you guys on the, um, the Bone Zone Probably, uh, yeah. yeah. It probably yeah, zoned up happened. in the bones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of people a lot of people still come to shows like Dude. what happened? I know all the, happened? Time. all the people time. Are so sad about it. They have the they I gotta see get the bone zone shirt back in together. almost every show. Yeah, yeah. I wore my bone zone shirt yesterday. Great shirt. I always tell the guys Me like too. just just find a way to do it. They're yeah. out there. People Figure are waiting. Yeah. yeah. But they just can't. I'd get just... pranked really hard on that show. I like mean, one of the worst because I, I believed everything. Brindy, Randon, Brindy, Randon, are you listening? I, Figure it out. Mouse milk. I mean, Mouse if milk. you uh, you can't you can't expect too much from the guys that host a podcast called The Bones. I'm like, why can't these Bone Zone guys just get it together and figure it out? Yeah, uh, they need like some the sort of. Uh, they need some sort of like Midwestern lady who's in her 60s to kind of be like this. She takes care of everything. And she's like, what's it called? Mediates everything. Yeah, Maybe it would have worked then. She's putting together the calls and everything, the pranks. Wait, I want to know about you, though. I want pranks on a spreadsheet. Where do you live and what are you up to? I, uh, the last place I lived was Portland. And I I have this show, Stand Up Science, that I've been touring with. And the tour has gotten so uh, intensely busy that I put <gasps> cool. all of my stuff in storage and I live out of Airbnbs and I'm in three to four cities 
a week. Holy I'm, shit. I'm doing a show literally every other day. That's I'm in a insane. new city. <laughs> yeah. And what is you? What's your show like? It's uh, two scientists and a second comedian on every show. So wow. in every single city, I find two different scientists, all different topics, and so every show is different too, and it's a lot of like improv and stuff. So it's half. It's like half science talks half comedy sets with q a and improv and stuff at the end cool. it's a great combination yeah it's i like, like super it a lot novel. yeah it's fun it's fun to, i mean it's like it's actually people are like how do those things fit together but comedians are like trying to understand the world just as much as scientists are they just have a, a different approach to I doing it thought about that it's, it's kind of true yeah. yeah i mean it's like observational <laughs> comedy is like the oldest form of comedy that there yeah. is you know we've been doing it for a long time well i would kind of argue that it's not the oldest i think the oldest is probably like falling down uh, falling down <laughs> was, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I mean fall. yeah that's true or that's farting true. in someone's face yeah, oh my yeah. God. or like you know I, slapping. I think farting came first and then they're like now how do we turn this up a notch in never, someone's face i never laugh at <laughs> farting because i'm a little sister what? and i literally just got my Head. Yeah. I might fart headed on yeah. my head. Are you serious? Farted on all the or time. Yeah. I, I wonder wow. if evolutionarily people were just farting and it was so commonplace that they never under like they didn't even get that there was anything necessarily funny about it. I and then wonder, one man. day it happened in someone's face. And then they're like, Have you ever heard it when it's like right in your face? It's actually a quite it's a very funny sound. Isn't it funny like when you see pictures of people even from like the early nineteen hundreds and eighteen hundreds and you're like you know they did, but it's hard to imagine hard by to looking imagine. at their faces that they've ever laughed <laughs> before. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it, it's so hard still. to imagine it, but you know that some of those people were trapping farts in their top hats. Yeah. <laughs> and then having people smell it. I bet the first fart, it had to have been funny. Because there's no yeah. way, how could it couldn't have evolved when Adam to be funny. farted? Yeah, when Adam in farted. the garden. That's what the snake actually was. <laughs> they're, just both, they're both like, what <laughs> was that? Ah, <laughs> well, that? That's what original sin is. <laughs> it's yeah. farting. It's my asshole. Is original yeah. sin? Because you can't, you can't ever make it clean. You can clean it temporarily. Yeah. But the only it clean cleans itself, is, kind of. It does. It dissipates. Ew. What? You don't think about that? Ew. Yeah. Someone farts. It's just like, hey, don't touch it. <laughs> It'll take care of itself. It'll dissipate. <laughs> Ew. I find that sometimes I can't stand the smell of a fart or a, a poop smell. Like, why is it still here? It yeah. won't, sometimes it won't go away. Do you light a bunch of matches? No. I uh, do. I should do that more. I have a fan in the bathroom. Uh, yeah. Matches work great, honestly. They do work yeah. great. They yeah. neutralize it like um, some sort of good um, good energy. Like Satan, just... uh, Satan astute Catholicism. They <laughs> neutralize it. Wait, did you love science growing up? No. Um, I was... Uh, I, I, I was actually, so I was raised super religious. You were super Catholic? I, I didn't realize super, that. super, super Catholic. And then In I your was heart like, you were or just oh, no. externally no, from your parents? No, from my parents. And I and I didn't, I never bought it. Like from the age of five, I had questions that like adults weren't able to answer for me in a satisfying way. Me too. Way. And I was remember? raised Catholic. 
and because like is a Catholic podcast, Italian, <laughs> yeah, Ita- it really is. I was raised Catholic by like Italian culture. Mm-hmm. We had to do it, but then like I've always yeah. been like such a sensitive like searcher, spiritual searcher. Yeah. I like asking my parents about God, and they would just immediately change the subject, but like force me to go to catechism. And I also thought like. Oh, I took everything so literally. I was like, if we don't go to every single word literally, I was like, oh no, I have to save my family from hell. It puts so much pressure on. Yeah, it does, I guess. I never thought about that. Yeah, if you take it literally. It's pretty fucking heavy for a kid. But this is this is feels very real. I I read Pete Holmes' uh, book that like really explores that. He was depth. a Christian or more of a he was yeah, a Catholic. Christian. Okay, Christian. So little, but he had the same like just lots of pressure to save everyone right. all the time. Like fuck. I was uh, I was because of my. Like I just went the other way. I was like against the grain, not just with religion, but just like Everything. I'm like I don't like sports. I don't like anything popular. Whatever music you guys like, fuck that music. It was just that was me. My I whole just life. Pointed to I just Blair just pointed to me, trying to make me feel embarrassed for who I am. Yeah, <laughs> no. are you a hipster as well? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's the first time he's ever admitted it. What? What do you mean? That he's a hipster. It's funny because we're from like 45 minutes from one another. Yeah. We, we had a similar. Like, there was a thing I remember in college. When I went to college in Florida, I used to work at the radio station, which is an indie radio station. So I was surrounded by like indie scene kids, like hipsters, before hipster was a word, really. Yeah. And they took some online test about like what's the hippest state. And Florida is the least hippest, and Minnesota is the most hippest. <gasps> what? Yeah. Is that true? Wow. It's pretty yeah. hip. It's pretty hip as yeah. far as hipsters people go. People wouldn't believe it because there's like. You know, there's a lot of like Fargo sounding people yeah. around there. It's not a it's not a hip sounding accent. But people work hard in Minneapolis to be like yeah. uh, to uh, quote unquote keep it real. I yeah. feel like where I grew up, like <laughs> it's the opposite. Now having no, no. <laughs> well, somewhat. No, no, it's funny. Like, I mean, I grew up in surf culture, and like. Those people think they're the coolest people, and like I, everyone in Orange County growing up there thinks everyone else is not cool compared to them. I think they're kind of right. Mm. I mean, surfers are pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah there's something cool. about that. There's some sort of like yeah, a, a Zen thing to it that I think is. I don't think I think it's cool, but I think it's also like an outside looking in thing. It seems very mm. cool. Because it's like you're dedicated to this lifestyle where you're, I'm just living in a shack and I'm eating burritos and I'm, you know. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, there, and, the, there's and there's like a lot, a lot of like of older people there. still in surfing, just like a lot of like old, still like gnarly bros. Hey, what's just up? getting out there. I like still the like old jamming. ones. The old men. Yeah, yeah. And I love, like, when I go home, I'll probably see it this week, but. I love watching, like, five-year-old kids, like, little boys and little girls, especially if I see a little girl that's, like, five or six or seven just, like, ripping. I love it. With their Patagonia dad. Yeah, exactly. Like, on the beach, like, sipping coffee at 5 a.m. Oh, my God, that is my dad, <laughs> Come exactly. On. Come on, Melody, you've got this. Melody, you've got it. Look, you just got to hang in there, okay? <laughs> Okay, look, we're not going to go in yet, okay? I put a timer. We're here for two hours, so you might as well. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go real slow if you're sitting on the beach watching Dad. You just got to get up there. Just, just look, okay? Go real All right, slow. Melody, just come on, sit with me real quick. And look at the Melody. waves. Look at the waves. What do you see? That's you. You are the water, okay? 
You want a sip of this? It's fair trade. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm a product tester for Patagonia. Um, my wife, uh, Kashana, we met in uh, actually in Abu Dhabi of all places. No, Abu Dhabi. We met in Peru on a vision quest, and she's uh, and she's loved my life. We are Polly. Uh, <laughs> no, I really. Wait, we don't do Polly though, but we you are. I was yeah. not sure what was going to come out of your mouth just now. I thought you were about to say... Uh, Polly? Yeah, I don't so, know, but she's like, done Polly. Have uh, you guys done the Polly? I haven't done I ayahuasca. Really, I would never be fucking Polly. I, I don't... Under, to the Los Angeles comedy community, I don't accept that you're all Polly, just so if you're... In case you're listening. Yeah, I think there's like two the things. A lot. <laughs> you can be really funny yeah. or you can be Polly. You can't be both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Also, Greta and I always talk about how every Polly guy has that skinny ripped body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. About? And now I'm like, now I'm grossed out by something that shouldn't be gross, but I'm like, how is that gross to me now? It feels like the kind of person who like, I don't know, doesn't wash after sex. They just dip in like a saltwater pool or something. Ew. I feel like there's a lot there's gotta be a lot of dick washing if you're Polly. I would hope so. I feel like you wash it off. Quick. Do you know about the old school uh, thing? I think you from... take a little bath rag. And or you, you, just, you, you don't need to get dick in the shower. In a burrito. <laughs> yeah, you put it in a burrito. That's what those just guys to, from that one band used to do. Um, not <laughs> those guys all. From the ba- <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. It was some band. That band that I want to say Motley Crue. There was an autobiography <laughs> that came out this year, and they, uh, or last year, and they talked about how. I think it was, and I'm sure if it was David Lee Roth or someone, but he said to hide the smell, he would stick his dick in a burrito after he had sex with a girl. That's before he had just sex with leading to lots more what questions, I feel. Yeah, like. well, I mean, <laughs> this is like a, like a 23 year old guy who's in a band. Just trying to figure things out. Yeah, it's also he's like. He's got the world handed to him. Exactly. He's never, there. there is no instruction manual for this life. Tons of drugs. There, you know, there's problems coming up with, you know, wanting to cover things up, and there's a burrito nearby. And this is why it's you the, can't it's the perfect shape. Would have the strength to waste a burrito on their dick. The, well, there's just they get they get <laughs> you, as many burritos as they want. The Blair would never waste a burrito. <laughs> it's, more, it's more just like it's a sacred. Blair thing would eat a burrito, a burrito out of the trash covered in bong water. Th- this is uh, of your new religion that you're starting. This is rule number no, one. No, I don't fuck with no, organized religion. No burrito dicking. No, but. Uh, but I mean, still, you can have some rules, even if it's not totally organized. I feel like you have some guidelines. Um, very specific no? rules. I, I am a very specific person. Mm. No D's and B's. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you guys. Ayahuasca. Do you think this is going to... Have you guys both done it? Yeah. This? You've done, how many times have you done it? Actually, only three. I've done DMT. Only three is a fun way, the way to say that. That's not <laughs> I, that much. I would have thought you'd no, done it way I've more. No, I've had like a, over 100 DMT breakthrough experiences, uh-huh. which is like that's the main quote-unquote active ingredient. But um, but ayahuasca, I, I had two really mild experiences mm-hmm. and then did a really big one to like get ready to do uh, to do ayahuasca on in my that, documentary. In that order, though? And two then, mild, then a big? No, no, too mild. And then, like a year later, I was like, I want to figure out how much to do because I was shooting a documentary right. about psychedelics, and I was like, I need to figure out how much I want to do for this documentary. 
and then I had such a big one that it it launched a manic episode for me that I didn't come down from <gasps> for a very long this time. This is when you did the podcast oh with me about God. maybe a year or two ago, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah, when you like had years I watch ago. The documentary? It was, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. And thank you for that. Uh, that was what? a perfect. That was a perfect natural lead-in. Where I, do we find this thing? Can I, wanna, I rate it? Can I, I give it five stars? I want to watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fun. It's on Amazon. Um, and so that would have been. I went crazy July 2017. Right, and you got committed for a little bit, right? Yeah, only like a week. Right, but uh, it was a scary. That was when week. the president stuff was going on. When you were like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of like time travel stuff yeah. going on. I couldn't, my girlfriend was implementing like no time travel talk rules. There was like, if there's any hints of time travel in any like TV show or anything, we needed to change it. Yeah, you talked about this pretty much, pretty in depth on that podcast we did. So if you want to check that out, go back and check that out. Go back and check it out. But but yeah, that's not to do ayahuasca a disservice. I was just, I have a, I have a new psychedelic version of, of my live show Stand Up Science called Head Talks, where I have psychedelic researchers. And I have a, a young anthropologist who just wrote a book, When Plants Dream, all about ayahuasca. And she joined me on the first five cities. And she's she just turned 27. She's done ayahuasca like 400 times, probably. Much? Why and would anyone do she it is, that much? She is like, but if you met her, you'd be like, this is an old, wise wizard, like inhabiting the body of a 20. 20- wow. Like she's like one of the wisest people that I've ever met. So that can also be what happened if you do like lots of ayahuasca you can just be an art an incredibly wise articulate person or you can do it three times and go completely fucking crazy Wait. so psychedelics are a bit of a mixed bag in that do way you, was sorry if you already talked about this but was it just like a bad batch or you took the wrong dose or what happened uh it was, it was it was actually it was a wonderful trip it was just like it made some kind of predictions that seemingly came true the following day and it kind of freaked me out uh, I so didn't like know a, what to make it's sort of like confirmation bias yeah 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 but that was something also because didn't it reveal that you had because you are bipolar mm-hmm. yeah and so but you didn't know that before that right well i, I had a feeling but it bumped me from Bipolar 2, which is much more mild, to bipolar 1. And my, oh, okay. bipolar 1 is the severe one. Yeah, and so bipolar 2 is just like kind of fun and kind of sad. It's sometimes. like, yeah, I like to do coke on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And bipolar 1 is like, this person needs professional help. Bipolar 1 is like, if, I don't, if I'm not on drugs, I can't think. Yeah, yeah. Bipolar 1, bipolar, bipolar 2 is like, I want to be uh, uh, this this idea is gonna make me famous and then you get and then you get depressed and then and then you go like oh I'm, i should kill myself and then bipolar one is like there is no killing yourself we're in a simulation if i jump off of a building i'll realize that when that i my consciousness has actually just been in the sidewalk the whole time waiting for my own face to crash uh-huh. into it and there is no escape from this there is no end to this we're all trapped here that's what bipolar one is well, like how do you manage it takes that? it up a notch um you... usually they give you mood stabilizers but that works and it seems like i don't yeah. know much about it but i do know it can the stuff that i know from one person i met was she was talking about how she doesn't feel normal unless she's on she was bipolar two and she was like i don't feel normal unless i'm drinking or mm. on some sort of a drug like she feels normal then yeah if and you're 
if you're man, yeah. al- alcohol can be a depressant, mm-hmm. and so it can manage your mania if right. you're if you're drinking, def- definitely. But then it can make the depression. You can worse. make it worse. So, so with but vi- the depression isn't anything that like anyone will put you in a psych ward for unless you try to kill yourself or something. Okay. Whereas the mania, like like depression is just. You know, usually you're going to shut down, not talk too much. People probably just aren't going to see you much. The mania is when you're like running out into the streets, overly enthusiastic about numbers. Maybe not the best ideas. <laughs> yeah. and lots of numbers and stuff. Number seven, number seven. Okay. <laughs> and that's when people, the mania is yeah. what makes people the concern. So you which, manage which that? Which experientially, subjectively, for a person, you would much rather be manic than depressed. Oh, I mean, yeah. the mania is so much fun. And to be able to like perceive quote unquote patterns that no one else is seeing and you feel like a real genius you know and and uh and it seems as if you're coming up with like these mm-hmm. groundbreaking ideas just like one after another uh it's an exciting time a little too exciting so how do you manage that besides i mean mood stabilizers it seems like such a what I, from what i know is that bipolar one is really difficult to to maintain. Well, I don't believe I'm bipolar one anymore. Oh, okay. I think I temporarily went oh, through I that. I, I think know that. the okay. mood stabler, uh, stabilizers kind of put the fire out. Okay. And then and then getting off them, which I did like in the exact way that they tell you not to, Slow. but I just went cold turkey. Oh, you did. And then and it was like it was horribly horribly depressing for like uh, two Why'd or three months. Why do that, Shane? Don't you I know don't better? I don't mood stabilizers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. What's a mood stabilizer? Uh, I don't remember the name of the one Wait. that I did and ha- they're they're in. I always have them in my backpack just, just in, in case. Just in case I start I start like tapping into the old universe. On Should the I stabilize again. my mood right now? <laughs> And it is, that's the tricky thing is once you go manic, you're like, I'm kind of manic right now, but also this is fun and I'm really creative and I don't need sleep and look how productive I yeah. am. Why would I want this to end? And then it, it's, it's really not even a huge issue until paranoia kicks in and, and then like... And then the people in your life are like behaving a certain way because they're being set up by some sort of thing. And, oh, and that stuff's so scary to even think yeah. about. Like, you know about gang stalking? You know about that, Blair? No. Gang stalking. Gang stalking. Scary. Gangs. It's not a real thing. It's people on YouTube post these quote unquote gang stalking videos. These are people who are deeply delusional and paranoid, probably undiagnosed. Uh, schizophrenics. Mm-hmm. Do you, people still say schizophrenic? Is that like a outmoded so. word? Yeah. Well, there are definitely people who are so paranoid that they everything they see, just do it. Just crinkle it up. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to crinkle is like the the hardest thing. <laughs> These people like they think everything in their life they find a reason to be like, oh, that person. Why have they leave? Why are they looking in their car right now? And they see yeah. everyone's following them because they think the government is targeting them for something that they know. Yeah. And some people have more uh, credentials for believing this, and so it makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. If you look it up, it's actually like a kind of a terrible YouTube hole. I don't want to live in that. That'll these, scare me. Well, these people are just clearly it's – it's sad. You know about yeah, objective yeah. fetishism? Huh. It's people who are like uh, in love with a, a fence or a wall or a bow and arrow. Like they are sexually – in, in love with this thing, That's scary. Yeah. and almost all of them, it's revealed, are were victims of terrible abuse as a kid. So they're so they can't trust humans so much that they can't even fall in love with a human. So they fall in love with like 
a fucking a little piece of fence they found. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like a thing where I feel like the gang stalking thing has got to be something similar to that where it's a thing you're so paranoid you Dude, can find anything to be I mean, attacking I, you. I only know the paranoia one, but right. I'll tell you, after going through that, I would much rather be a fence fucker. <laughs> yeah, I than, think so. Than, like the any fence day fucker of the week. seems. There's a documentary I mean, about what's, it. What's even wrong with that? Really? Well, nothing's like, really wrong with it. It's it's almost. I, it's I mean, like it's got to be so much less frustrating. You can just have whatever. You, I mean, there's fences everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you can, you can just every day your fantasies are coming true. Your <laughs> biggest sexual desires come true every day of your life. And the thing can't run from you, and it can't tell you no or yes. It's like it's, nor does it's it a, want to. Right. It doesn't have any feelings about it one way or another. Are you about to say your objective fetishist, Blair? Um, no, but like I, everyone in my life like tells me that I get really like excited about. <laughs> Here it comes. Is it P- I'm kind of multiple choices here. Can you give us? I'm gonna close my eyes. I want four choices in no particular order. I want to guess four choices. Okay, A, B, C, D. I like that we're closing your eyes. Well, because I feel like this is my new thing. Is um like I was trying to surprise Britt the other things. day. I love new things. I was trying to surprise Britt, and she asked me where we're going. I'm like. If you get it right, you're going to read it on my face. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't. I was like, you can ask me over text, but you can't ask me to my face because you'll be able to tell. Smart, mm-hmm. Johnny. And so I'm, if, you, if I can't see you, I can probably mm-hmm. not. I, I can yeah, maybe you infer from your voice. Okay. But, so give well, us four for me, choices. It's not one four thing, choices. though. Like I, it's just I really like well, can you give us things choices, that though? people don't even consider. Give us like what the pinnacle one, and give us mix it and in with then four choices. Three other fake ones. Yeah, you oh can do God. this. I know okay. it's gonna be good. But you're gonna know. Well, if I know, I know. We'll let we'll let uh, Shane guess first. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. Pineapple. That's A. Okay. okay. Uh, wireless printer. Ooh, B. Okay. Um. Um, um uh-huh. oh, Aus- mini Australian shepherds. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Everybody likes those. <laughs> okay, I'm ready for D. What's D? <laughs> um, tomato anchor recipes. Okay, uh, that was four. <laughs> that was four. That was A B C D. I yeah. Feel, okay, so I feel Shane, like I know this. You go first, because I, I think I do know. I think it's pineapple. I think it's pineapple too. Well, okay, I tricked you because all four. All are four. Because I was gonna say <laughs> tomato anchor recipe. I know you love tomato anchor recipe. Everybody loves miniature Australian shepherds because yeah. they're like the cutest thing in the world. They're one of my things that I make as a sign from God. What Australian shepherds? Yeah, like if I if I see one, then I feel that's like a wink from God. Like hey. really. Yeah. Sort of like when someone's mom dies and they, a butterfly landed on my arm today. It was mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not mother. Although I do understand those yeah. people. It's more like um, it's more like a shot of love in the world. Yeah. Just like a a purity, a good shot. It's of joy. Nice yeah. niceness. Yeah. Yeah, because dog. I mean, I feel like all dogs, in a way, are kind of that way. They're like this thing where. But I'm allergic to animals, and I'm obsessed with animals. You're allergic to animals? Yeah, like I'm aller- I'm really allergic to cats and dogs, and I love cats and dogs. I feel dogs like, too. Yeah. I feel like pugs are like a real like Satanist kind of <laughs> dog. I think that's what 
Because I don't it's, like pugs that it's much. It's pure suffering. It's just like wow. suffering all day. Yeah. Uh, every day of its life. <laughs> it's it's because the the uh, the Doberman Pinscher is the longest you can make a nose before it rips the mother apart and uh, and it can no longer. Are you get, serious? Yeah. Uh, I did not and, want to know that. Like, now like I know that. And then and then the other constraint is a, a a pug that's the shortest you can make a nose before it can it, it can no longer breathe. And so it's literally it can't. It couldn't be any harder for it to breathe. Just every breath of a pug's life is just very, <laughs> it's just labored and difficult. And I dated a veterinarian for a while, and they just have nothing but medical problems all of yeah. the time. And that's like, if like I was inbred? a Satan worshiper, I would, I would just have pugs. nothing but pugs around. Like, look at this thing just suffering with me all the time. And people are like, look how cute it is. They're like, you're a, you're a monster. You're an actual monster for putting pain into the universe. That's a great point. And also, and I feel bad saying this after your expose. Yeah, you have five pugs. No. (laughs) But I don't like pugs' energy. Like, they're so hyper. They're they're always doing, like, fucking backflips and shit. And it's like, chill out. Maybe this thing will save me. I could never have a dog that has a different, a higher frequency than me like i need a chill dog you need a chill yeah mm-hmm. i need a dog at the same um per- i need a dog with the same personality as me <laughs> what kind of dog is that i think there's a the lot because i meet them all the time uh but i don't want a fucking hyper ass dog but what kind of breed would you say has your same personality i feel um, like i'm like a golden retriever yeah like i'm, like I'm a good, good boy you know that the but golden retrievers <laughs> are ch- what? Ch- chill? What are you about to say? You about to say something? You just dropped it. <laughs> what kind what could of be dog? So <laughs> funny about golden retrievers. What they're kind, kind of, of like they're kind of like standard. You just said what? Just say like chill, right? Run of the mill dogs. Yeah, yeah, but a golden and, retriever. When you think of a golden retriever, yeah. like people are like, he's like if a golden retriever is like a human. You think, oh, that's a jolly boy. Like a simpleton? You mean? No, no, like a like a eighties or nineties. A good guy. No. Like he has a good heart. Yeah, like, like that good guy Steve, that meme of the guy with the cigarette in his mouth. Who's mm. like, you know that one? I've never seen <laughs> no. that one. It's like a classic meme. It's called Good Guy Steve. What <laughs> kind is your dog, Johnny? Our dog is a mutt, but she's yeah. uh, she's a mutt of like a bunch of different types. What's her uh, name again? Her name is Rabbit. Oh, yeah, Rabbit. Um, but Rabbit is, yeah, Rabbit's like a shepherd mutt, though. Mm. Oh. She's like a bunch of different types of a shepherd. And she's actually like one of those things where this is Good Guy Steve. Oh. You know guy, Steve? Oh, yeah. Okay. That guy like, hey, man, what's up? All right. Um, <clears throat> so, l- look at my neck. Oh, uh, She got hickeys. Yeah. She got hicks. I, that's, why, I mean, why'd you get them on the neck? The, um, the wizard just told you that they, that's, the wizard. that's where you needed them? I told her them? I had a date tonight, too, uh-huh. and she was like, it'll be good for conversation. <laughs> Just kind of right about that. Uh, yeah. Really? Someone told yeah. me. I think he's going to be freaked out. Plus, he can give you a hickey and it won't matter. Yeah. I guess. Is it the fireman? Uh, have you? No. Okay. Uh, has, has anyone actually ever liked hickeys? Do people actually like oh, getting them? I used to love them. You liked getting them? Uh, Yeah, I liked everything about it. Oh yeah. my I really God. did. It was like, okay. I mean, I get giving them, but getting them, it seems. Huh. Yeah, oh, I was not a giver. I was a getter. Okay. I'd love God, to get Johnny. it. Damn. For real. Yeah. Huh. Because I feel like the hickey is just a result of the, th- the the action. Yeah. It's more like an incidental thing. It's not necessarily, get, it's not getting the hickey that's, 
It's cool. Yeah. Which is also, uh, I don't know. This is so old. I can't even think of I, I haven't had a hickey in so long. Yeah. What are, should I wear a neck warmer up to here? No, because those are obviously not hickeys. Everyone in L.A. knows what cupping is. This looks fucked, though. I've never had it. it on the sides of my neck. Yeah. Why did you have pain in that area? Um, yeah, I guess I some <laughs> static it? energy. Oh, yeah. That's you know the worst this? kind of energy. <laughs> yeah. Static, static energy. Kind. Oh, also? Energy that doesn't move. You know, just lazy-ass energy. <laughs> but, you, know, you know, that kind of energy. Oh, the yeah. stuff that doesn't, yeah, man, that that kind. doesn't do anything. Dude. Hey, Melody, look. we got a lot of static energy out there, okay? <laughs> we want to get you kinetic out in that wave. If you're, if you, look, what happens when a wave hits a, hits a brick? The brick is the one that loses. But when a wave hits a wave, they become one. You gotta make that kinetic energy. Make it kinetic. You can't be static, Melody. We should do a short of this. <laughs> a a surf like, dad? Yeah, yeah. Like a fucking, the, the largest steel insulated coffee cup that's ever existed. I mean, I think there is something to just like benignly like hurting yourself and like giving your immune system and stuff things oh, to yeah. like work on because it no longer has it used to just have lots more to like manage and have to do in our evolutionary past and now it, the it's weird just thing is static. that's why that works though that's why cupping, the cupping yeah. works I swear to God it really does work this is only the second time I've done it but the first time I had so much relief the thing that's weird is it about it is that like you can see the when there's a gnarly bruise like the gnarlier the bruise is that's the more stagnant the energy and mm. it's like not in the place where i thought it would be where the the <laughs> <laughs> where, where did you where did you think it was going to be i mean <laughs> i thought it was going to be like inside of my knee the 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 inside of my knee is where i thought there was going to need the most movement when and it turns out it's like right in between my second and third rib on the left side. Well, Who my knew? right side is traditionally way more fucked up, and yeah, the left, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the left side was the one. If you come into my cuffing office, I'm just seeing nothing the but dollar signs. Dollar signs. <laughs> ring, she ring, actually ring. doesn't charge me for cupping. Oh, uh, that's what does she charge you for? I <laughs> <laughs> just to open the door. <laughs> So I just do like. <laughs> oh, this is good. The Acupuncture. Door. This is good. <laughs> the, the door. This is rich. The door. <laughs> the door costs $300 yeah. to open. Free Everything cupping. Everything else is free, but it is cost money to enter into my space. I only have a $35 copay. I know I seem really naive because I have a gorgeous $35. Copay. That's actually, I'm like, that's pretty damn good. That's Apparently pretty damn that. good. Yeah, but they said it's going away after January yeah, 1st. I get why? that. I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have had to ask why. I, I would have been even, like, yeah. So is. they caught it. <laughs> they, they, finally, <laughs> they finally caught it. Ooh, what is this? Uh, hmm. I didn't know I could. I didn't know you could have it, acupuncture on insurance. It's yeah. only my third time going to. I think I've done acupuncture. I mean, acupuncture. I've only Three there, times. There's some there's some stuff to it. I actually just had on my podcast. Well, this isn't out yet, but I just was at the Fort Worth Zoo mm -hmm. recently doing some behind the scenes stuff and interviewing zookeepers. And uh, one of the veterinarians there 
does animal acupuncture. And this is like Jesus. not a new agey person in any way. This is a, a serious veterinarian that lives in Texas. Right. And there's, you know, you know what like new agey people would call like this meridian or that meridian. There, you know, there's there's like neural uh, yeah. like wires and, and, and systems within there that that um that are able to be manipulated, especially in zoos. The animals are living much, much longer than they normally would in the wild. So they're getting like these weird like spine problems oh, that and makes stuff sense. that yeah. you would never ever <laughs> experience because uh, you would never, uh, you, you know, the, be, a gopher would never live, you know, uh, 20, 30 years. Yeah, it's or not whatever. supposed to be eaten by an eagle yeah. by That's then. why I'm afraid of marriage. We live so fucking long now. Yeah. Oh, you like you get into a marriage like, oh, this has been forty years. <laughs> yeah, like, we it, live like, to a hundred. It used to be that you die at forty. Yeah. Say they say they say they put our our consciousness into a computer. Are we still oh married? <laughs> then we're like, yes, we are. Of course we are. <laughs> what do you mean? What, what do you mean? What happens then? Of course we're still married. Oh my god. Is that supposed to be a woman? Uh, no, that was Johnny. Yeah. No, that was, that was, that was that a perfect impression a, of himself. Is that, that, is that supposed to be a woman, Johnny? <laughs> that's just what he sounds like when he... Yes, that's what all women sound like to all men. <laughs> that's what every woman sounds <laughs> like to every man. Is this. For me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my literal voice sounds like. <laughs> oh, she must be happy. She's <laughs> again. <laughs> so that's when you know she's having a there's, good time. There's... <laughs> there's two frequencies. Yeah, it's the good one and the bad one. There's ayahuasca and there's the DMT. Mm-hmm. Wait, is DMT more subtle or oh, more no. intense than Way ayahuasca? More, so uh, DMT is the ayahuasca concentrate. Basically, is an overly simplified way of thinking. Okay, about so it. don't also, do DMT, Blair. So, well, so what? what like no, ayahuasca is like say four to six hours long, but you can like. Basically, DMT is that entire experience crushed into like six to ten minutes. But doesn't ayahuasca have some MAOI inhibitors? There's in a or lot something? of different oh stuff God. going on with ayahuasca. It's like how, um, you know, when there's it's a when, cocktail. When, when there's yeah, and they are using different things. So there's 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 different um, experiences that you can have, much in the same way that there's indica and sativa uh-huh. with weed, and then all of these other. Di- so so if it was. So DMT is the quote-unquote active ingredient in ayahuasca, much in the same way that THC okay. is the active ingredient in marijuana. But you wouldn't if if THC was just doing everything, then there wouldn't be two different or or multiple different experiences that you're having on marijuana. So instead, there's these terpenes. I don't know shit about marijuana, but I knew I know that these different terpenes alter the experience and mm-hmm. work in. Um, uh, it's called the entourage effect. Oh. Work in unison with uh, with THC and ayahuasca has the same sort of stuff going on with DMT and like depending on what you put in it, uh-huh. including needing some sort of MAOI inhibitor because otherwise you could have all the DMT in the world and it would metabolize too quickly. It wouldn't your brain uh, uh, w- would just metabolize it too so quickly you it wouldn't, wouldn't be uptake. able to. Yeah, it wouldn't uptake. Because MAOI is a something inhibitor, right? What's it stand for? MAOI. I don't know anything uh, about drugs. I mean, MAOI is the, it's an antidepressant, right? There's SSRIs, yeah. which are serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Mm. Oh, my God. And MAOIs are what? Johnny knows things. Johnny! I, I don't know what MAOI is. Well, it's, I think for. it's the op. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to say because I, I, I don't know, but I definitely know that. 
I, I think it's something I think it's DM- what actually like breaks down like the serotonin and DMT right. MAOI does. So if you inhibit that, then it's it's lasting for longer. It's not because there's broke a down reason that people who are on antidepressants if they take uh, if they take Molly, what, uh, if you take MDMA, it's not effective. Oh, it'll be, but also it'll be Same, too much. Mushrooms can be like that too. Oh, really? What mm-hmm. do you mean? If you're on, if you're on antidepressants, mushrooms aren't effective. Yeah, I so I, I sometimes I sometimes help. Um, I mean, not always, but I sometimes help facilitate um, mushroom retreat in Jamaica called Myco Meditations. Wagwan Rasta. Wagwan. In January, I'm doing. Where is it one in Jamaica? It's Treasure Island, uh, or or Treasure Beach rather. That's uh, um, where the record. There's a record label named after that. And yeah, it's terrific. I have a I have another one that I'm doing October second through 9th of next year, I think. But so so it's groups of like fifteen people. Most people have never done mushrooms before, or wow. they're pretty new to them. Some sometimes some really experienced people go just to be in a different setting. And um, but um, you know, when I first started doing it, I was like, I don't know if I want to attach my name to something. Someone has like a manic episode or something yeah. like that, and ha- you you know, I believe in in uh, in the healing properties of of uh, psilocybin mushrooms, but. And I and I don't believe in all the propaganda of like someone killing themselves or whatever. Yeah. But it can bring out things that like if you're already a very depressed person, you it it can potentially like bring more of that. It, but anyway, so so that's the thing that I was worried about when it turns out nothing. No one has anything but life changing experiences, except the worst case that happens Ooh. is some like there's always like one or two people in the retreat where just like basically nothing happens to them. And it's basically the same story every time. They've been on antidepressants for like 20, 30 years. And wow. and, and and so it just doesn't work. I mean, giving them like, you know, two, three grams of mushrooms is enough for your average person to have a bit of a trip. It, they're giving them like 15 grams Jesus of mushrooms, Christ. some of these people, and, and like feeling almost nothing. Oh, it's because, is that because they're currently on them? Well, they're supposed to get off of yeah. them before the retreat, but I think it's still, uh, you know, you've you've wired whatever, you know, over time your brain just has like kind of permanent wiring that happens. That's I think that's why I ended up losing my because I was doing psychedelics so frequently that some of those that state just started wiring together, and I I was just permanently tripping for a while. Damn. How often do you do it now? How often do you do it? I now? took a couple years off of psychedelics. I just started getting back into them. For the most part, recently I do ketamine. Do you ketamine uh, therapy or, or uh, casually? Um, both, but yeah, mo- more casually than anything. I don't know um, what ketamine is. It's a great drug. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's a. It's probably the easiest psychedelic that there yeah, is. Yeah, it's also it's a lot of people don't chill. think it's a psychedelic. I didn't know it was a psychedelic. It is a psychedelic. Mm, yeah, it is. It's it's classified as a tranquilizer, but I would say it's it's very psychedelic. Yeah, it's it's more psychedelic than say MDMA, which some people also wouldn't say is a yeah, psychedelic but it for is. good reason. But especially MDA is a slightly more psychedelic version. Yeah, MD, I've done MDA a bunch more than MDMA, I, but I find it to be all those drugs. Anytime something makes you feel tired after getting twelve hours of sleep, I'm like, that's a psychedelic. Really? Because you know I mean? it's like a thing where. Because I don't MDMA or MDA is the only thing that makes me feel tired the next day. All other psychedelics, I really? wake up like, all right, this is terrific. Oh, ketamine, I feel I find it to be like. Oh yeah, it kind of—it's a, br- a little bit of a brain drain, yeah. where it's a thing where, because I have a thing where if I do it, I cannot sleep mm-hmm. unless it's been like ten hours since I've done it. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's because it's the, um, you know, that effect that happens uh, where you, if you, people take tranquilizers, there's a certain percentage of the population, I think it's usually men, who when they take tranquilizers, they get uh, really aggressive. Mm. Unless you're like, you know how if, if you want to uh, trank like a lion or something, they have to use 10 times the dosage they would on a human? Because mm. you have to trank. An animal, you have to be have to, you have to be so incapacitated with the tranquilizer that they can't fucking move. Otherwise, they'll just rage out. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens a lot of times if they under-trank an animal, they fucking flip out and just just go crazy mm-hmm. because their their body and their mind is resisting this force that's trying to subdue them. Mm-hmm. And so they have this natural reaction to like they, ah! like something's wrong. So you start freaking out. And I, when, anytime I've woken up from anesthesia. I get really aggressive. I guess that happens a lot with with men. You don't want to fuck with Johnny oh, after synesthesia. Do, you don't want to be the person waking him. Hey, bud. How that you, happens with how morphine. You, doing? you feeling okay? So. Yeah. It happened to me on morphine. Honestly, you got aggressive afterwards. No, not aggressive, but they said um, they said I've only had it one time. But when it was going into me, they said you could get um, a crazy urge to just rip it off your body. <laughs> and um, they said I'm it gonna... happens to a lot of people. And I was like, that won't happen to me. Like, stuff like that doesn't happen to me. And um, I, I very rarely rip things <laughs> out of my body that have been implanted into my body. No, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, ch- I'm pretty, like, relaxed. I like, that, I like that you felt that you'd had past experience <laughs> enough past experience to m- make an accurate prediction um, of this she's been exceptionally abducted. I've had a lot of crisis uh, a lot of things I've fallen off a chairlift twice I, I don't like think, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna <laughs> I, mean, I mean if you fall off a chairlift twice you're not gonna rip a thing out of your body when you're I just like that the correlation that, yeah. I was like that won't happen to me as soon as you <laughs> Went in. I was like, ah! Really? I was just like, ah! It was. It just uh, something to your body. It's I never heard weird. of that. That's interesting. I didn't know that was a thing. God, morphine makes me chill as fuck. No, once then I felt great, but it was just a very initial thing when it was spreading through your body. Wow, mm. I find it makes me. Well, I get really itchy, but that's like a normal thing. Because mm-hmm. it makes your it causes. You know what the word for the the medical word for itching is? It's the best word. Mm. I think I'm gonna say it wrong. Puritis or pur- pur- mm. it's a weird word. Puritis, puritis, because there's some sort of gland. It causes a spasm in this gland. Gland is the gland is the grossest word. Gland. Gland mm. is pretty gross. You know, I think is a worse word than gland. What is scrumptious or yummy? Mm. Curd. Curd. I kind of like curd. Yeah, I don't mind you're curd. From, you're from cheese curd, yeah. Bill, though. <laughs> I had cheese curd the first time this summer. Where? At Dell's Water Park. Where? Wisconsin Dell's? Yeah, yeah. Wisconsin Dell's. You went to the Dell's? I told you all about this. I forgot. I went to the water park. Why'd yeah. you go? I went with Ron and Gabe. Oh, tour. you went to the Wisconsin Dell's and you had cheese curds. Were and they I breaded? Went to the water park. Were they breaded? Yeah, they were fried. But yeah. no, were they, were they breaded or were they like uh, battered? I think battered. So they, they have the... like a smooth texture, not a bumpy texture? Um. They're Maybe both great. Bumpy. I don't know. They They're were really great. good. I ate the whole thing. Oh, I bet you did. <laughs> I, I don't think this. This is. Uh, I was just in Madison. 
<laughs> and I I was on stage and I had a I had a dairy researcher on the Ooh. show and then I was like struggling to like gosh I hope I can come up with something anything funny to say about dairy or yeah. whatever it, yeah, it, turned, it turned out to be really interesting but and I came up with some things but I was like whatever comes to my head and so I just riffed on cheese curds and like how bad of a name marketing it is for it be, because I've like tried to give cheese curds to people outside of Wisconsin people are like, like what and and they're like and it squeaks and it's like yeah that's how you know it's good oh but yeah the squeak the squeaking forgot about and, that uh, and people in Wisconsin were just like first off it was like the easiest audience ever just I was they just are. like I was just incredible I, I was just crushing it and then and then I mentioned like cheese curds being a bad name and everyone just like so blank confused. stare just like what are you what are you talking about like what do you ha- mean hadn't considered Why? it couldn't comprehend it. But it's the best name ever. Why would it be bad? Oh, yeah, well, I mean, curd. First off, it's fun to see. It's fun and to see. It's, it's good. I mean, it's I'm, squeaky. That's how you know it's fresh. Yeah. I'm still Just stuck that you on take someone. the top layer off of the, <laughs> the off the cheese in the process. A lot of times, a lot of people, what they do is they mix it back into the cheese. That's not what y'all want. No, do. you want to skim it good sk- and get it out. If you get it out early, some we do it at home now because we get it. Oh yeah, it's just so much easier to do it at oh, home because yeah. otherwise. Oh, uh, make your own curd day. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, sometimes some weeks are two curd days. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes we let the kids have a little fight if it's a birthday too or something like oh, that. They then we'll du- have like a second curd day for their birthday. We'll do a double right. dip because <laughs> Joel's coming over, so's Kurt, and we're gonna get that. He's bringing his bike over. We're Kurt gonna hook it up. Curd, the curd man, Blair, you gotta come on down. We're oh, gonna, yeah. oh, we'll take a ride on Kurt's scooter. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I just can't believe someone rejected your gift of curds. What a bitch. That's happened so many it times. It is a thing actually. where I can understand that actually. Where at? What? Yeah, I'm just checking it. I I will usually I'll usually like bring a a, a small cooler or something of curds back with if small I small cooler if I, if, I, if I if I if I stop oh. through Wisconsin I'm like I'm gonna bring some of these back or to travel or whatever I'm just gonna pass these gifts out to people. It's because I do the same thing with like drugs or whatever. If I have DMT on, on me or whatever, I'll be like, hey, do you want any DMT? Because then. If, if I get them on the DMT train, then the next time I'm through that area, I'm not going to have trouble finding. Uh, you know, so I do that with curds too because here. I can't because I can't get curds anywhere that I go. So if I if I grab curds from Wisconsin, then I curdy apple seed it. I pass those curds on. I get people hooked on those curds, and then they're like, "You know what? That's a great business idea. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have curds here in South Carolina." And now you're the only game in town. Oh yeah, you're rich on those curd that curd street booth that you have, of course. Curb booth. Uh, curb. It's the curb curd curb curb curd. And now next time I and now next time I'm through there, I stop by. I can get curd. Not only that, but you're giving me free curds because I gave you this idea that you've now made millions of dollars off of the <laughs> curd booth. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just kind of my plan, and it hasn't worked out exactly. How I envisioned it, yeah. You got to start but somewhere. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a long term. It's a five year. The somewhere plan. is a new name, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, new name. Yeah. Or just rename them. Curds. You could call them um, cheese clumps. Bunions. I feel like <laughs> cheese balls. I. 
Cheese balls. Cheese balls have been around for a long time. I just can't believe anyone would snuff their nose at a cheese curd. Cheese clump. Cheese clump's clump not is great. yeah. Clump implies, but it doesn't hair. sound gross. Curd sounds like a disease or something. Yeah, because like it sounds. We know what curdled. sounds like curdled. Yeah, yeah. It's curdled close to milk. curdled, and curdled is bad. Yeah, and curdled is bad. Yeah. Curdled. Curdled sounds like somebody made a mistake and somebody. left it in the fridge. Uh, well, oh, it, somebody made a mistake. It should. It should be like. <laughs> it should be like. Uh, freaky cheese or something like that. Something something like dangerous sounding or something like that. Uh, from, from Wisconsin. I don't know. Something real hip sounding. DMT cheese. Yeah, DMT cheese. Ayahuasca that, curds. Ayahuasca curds, yeah. Should mm. we do ayahuasca on the podcast right now? Yeah. Aren't you supposed to do it in some sort of um, nature? Oh, situation? you're supposed to, but you know, within Instead the constraints of, this of like black painted room. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're the the shamans say like you're supposed to, um, you know, proper set and setting, proper diet, uh, you know, no um, no pork beforehand. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of different like uh, milk you're not supposed to have and things like that. But they also say that that like if you're getting toward the end of the podcast, just like you know, quit oh, throw right. some ayahuasca. To, that's also a good time yeah. to do it. Unfortunately, I had my daily uh, six strips of bacon to start my day off, so I don't know if I'm going to be. But qualified. that's what I'm saying. It's either you do that, either you do the full thing, or you just quick do it at the end of the podcast. <laughs> just a quickie. One, one or the other. Have you? Um, I've never done ayahuasca, but I want to do it. Yeah, you should. I was talking to Trussell about this, and I was saying how it's like. Instead of having your house burn, what's that? Oh, you want to take a quick break? Uh, sure. Let's take a quick break. We'll come over, take a quick, quick break. We'll be back on the podcast real quick to, to sew it up. Sorry, you know I have a Saying to, <clears throat> I was talking to Duncan about this, and I was saying how it seems like ayahuasca is instead of having your house burn down, which would cause like massive revolutionary change in your life because it would be like a super traumatic event, you have to reassess everything in your life, it would be terrible, but at the same time, it might be you know, in a way, quote unquote, good because it's like this thing where you obviously don't need a lot of possessions and stuff. Like, if you it would force you to reevaluate. What's important to you? Because all you'd have this traumatic event. All these, uh, as long as no one got hurt. Mm-hmm. But if your house burned down, you would probably all the people in your life who loved you would help you out. Yeah, they would support you. You'd have to rebuild yourself from the ground up. And I feel like my my last girlfriend, her house did burn down. Really? And it was she was in Winona, Minnesota, which Winona, you would know. Yeah, and, Winona Knits. And great she sweaters. would have never left her whole life. But then her house burnt down. She had no attach mm-hmm. attachments. And instead of like sticking with the job that she didn't like, she just left and hit the road, traveled around the country for a bit, and then ended up in Portland, Oregon, 
where she has like all this great friend group and and loves her life and everything and and um so yeah if it, if it wasn't for that she right. would have it, it it did end up it was like ended up being one of the best things that ever happened to her so i kind of feel like ayahuasca could be considered something similar to that where it's yeah. this thing where it just knocks you over and forces you to like uh, well, I mean, it, kind of, it can, I've never done it, so I don't really know. But well, in you my can mind, get like that's a, a different, a different look at some of your. It gives you the opportunity to both easily break bad habits and start new ones, and so you can kind of pick and choose what things of your life and past you want to keep driving you, and yeah. what things you want to kind of let go of. And uh, and so that's uh, actually the the anthropologist I was telling you about Sophia Rocklin, who I was just touring with. The four hundred girl. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, author of One Plant's Dreams. She she often sa- says uh, like with the big because we both like really big like neither of us like microdosing. We like like mega trips, and um, and uh, we were talking about it. And she's like, Have you tried? Unplugging it and plugging it back in, and that's like basically oh, wow. that's what a you're good doing. Holy yeah, shit. yeah, that's basically that's what you're funny. doing to your brain. That's like cool. I've tried wow. all these other things. <laughs> tried. Oh my god, that's yeah. like such a good analogy. It's kind of like uh, I'm just don't, don't need to think about this ever again. It's like that. That's like the analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm I said, she's it. a very wise old wizard. Unplugging and plugging it back in. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Wow, you you know anyone who's ever done it and like afterwards it's caused a lot of turmoil in their life? Me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, but I, yeah. I was like, oh. I, I, I mean, Johnny. You know, this is uh, sometimes with with these with these episodes, um, or you know, these revelations. Mm-hmm. You know, you really have to. The retreat that I do, and I know with ayahuasca retreats, they really, like, ahead of time, they're like, whatever happens during this, whatever epiphanies, whatever revelations you have, you don't quit your job and, like, start doing pottery full-time, like, the next day. Like, you you know, hold on to that thought for a couple months. You still want to quit your job after that? You know, it's it's also a lot of people that are going all of that distance. Like, if you're going all the way to Jamaica um, to do a legal mushroom retreat, um, one, you're smart because it's awesome. <laughs> but um, but two, a lot a lot of times it's because like you know people are uh, this is like a last resort for people, yeah. and so they're already thinking about fucking quitting whatever scared? they're doing with their life. Are you ever scared of any of the people that join? Have you ever been like this fucking guy? I don't want him at my retreat. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, more. So I I have a lot of people that listen to my podcasts come, and it's a science podcast, so it just has like, you know, the pretty interesting, curious people that that listen. But I've had like a lot of random people. You know, I'm also it's open to the public, so random people that. Uh, who knows like whatever background that are like really down on the, their luck and some people are like a little bit off um mm-hmm. come and so those are those are more challenging ones but uh those can be the most uh, one of my favorite ones ever was this uh was this old lady um who was like just upset like the whole she arrived like 
She's coming, not, coming in hot. N- coming in hot, like, just thinking we were full of... Sh- this was just, like, a real last resort for oh. her. And just coming in, like, this isn't going to work. Nothing's ever worked for me. Upset about, like, how long the shuttle ride took. Just, like, Ooh, complaining about every single thing along the way. Had the first... You, you do three trips over over seven days, spread out every other day. And, and the first one's just like, a, we're going to get your toes wet a little mm-hmm. bit, nice and mild. You did that, and she's and she was like, "I came all the way to Jamaica, or this." And it was like we're like, "This is just like the mild one to make sure because every it's there's under it's unpredictable. There's individual differences. Sometimes the mild one launches people like way further than we'd think." And 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 she was so upset about. It. Then the next day, she woke up, and she was like, "My, uh, I've had this condition where my jaw has been clenched. I'm like." burning through like retainers and or or like mm. mouth guards rather at night and my jaw's been like clenched tight for like 10 years like something happened ten, 10 years that. ago and all of the and she's like in last night was the first time I didn't need to use my mouth guard to sleep in 10 years wow, and then and she was like and then you just saw like her whole body her whole personality Everything relaxed, and then the next couple trips were even better. Like the best, she was like, "This is the best night of my life," and everything. And ended up, and this is like not the person with much money either, mm-hmm. but she ended up staying for a second retreat after, like canceling her flight, everything, wow. staying for absolutely changed her. And so things like that are like, okay, I'll you know, I'll. It's so cool to see yeah. that. That's why I'm like, I'll I'll go and and put my name behind this that's cool yeah that's really interesting i love hearing stuff like that it's almost like a um you know that guy david goggins Mm -mm. he's this uh navy seal he wrote a book that just came out uh called can't hurt me he's written a couple books but he talks about how i mean he had like this terrible terrible childhood like severe abuse just Mm -hmm. just really textbook bad shit but he talks about it's a long long story but late in his life he had always uh, muscle problems where he was like so bound up. And this is a guy who's like an extreme high functioning athlete. And he essentially, I mean, I'm doing this disservice because I'm explaining it so, so short how I'm explaining it. But basically he almost had like a, like a come to Jesus, a moment of enlightenment where he forgave himself and for all these, all the way he's been acting his entire life and forgave everyone around him mm-hmm. and had like this massive release that he thought he was going to die, basically. Mm-hmm. He was dying, he was alone, and he like let go of all this stuff, and it changed his life completely because he let go of all this, uh, I mean, you could call it tension, but it's like 10 times that the tension sort of thing, where it's mm-hmm. like the same sort of thing. He accomplished it through different means. but he. But he That's what I'm trying to yeah. do the last two years. Is let it, just to shed it? Well, I have, like, you know... I had a lot of um, abuse and stuff, so I have, um, but I do think it's, like, trapped in your muscles, and so that's why I've been trying to do a lot of deep trauma therapy and then see if it, like, also heals my body. Maybe you should go to Jamaica. (laughs) Uh, I mean, MDMA would be maybe a a good thing to give Uh, a shot. You mean, like, MDMA, like, in, like, a therapy setting? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can, but good, you know, good luck getting into one of those trials right now. Oh It'll yeah, be they're hard. They're and pretty. If uh, you need help now, I mean, I honestly, I'm just like, yeah. No, I mean, I've done find some. Find a friend that you trust. uh, I have so many like healing things I'm involved in right now, but I feel like it's all working. Yeah, that's great. That's good. Yeah, cups. No, attach them. Yeah, now my neck looks like a fucking fire hydrant. (laughs) Mm -hmm. As it should. Do you have? um, Do you want to tell you some dates and stuff you have, or like? Sure. Uh, so my main thing that I tour with full time is stand up science. That's three to four cities a week. If you go to Shane Moss M A U S S dot com, you can see all the things that I do, including my podcast. Here we are, which I have an interview a different scientist each week. I have my documentary Psychonautics, a comics exploration of psychedelics, on Amazon Prime, and then I'm doing a psychedelic version of stand up science called Head Talks, which I just did a five city trial run of, and it was a huge success. And we're doing two weeks coming up in. February, three weeks in May, um, a couple weeks in September, and then adding some December dates. So in February, I'm going from basically Savannah, Georgia, cutting through like kind of the Bible Belt through Oklahoma City down back to Austin because we sold out way ahead of time. So we're adding another show. And then uh, and then in um, in um, May, I'm going um, from from Madison straight west through to Port, uh, Portland in the northwest area. And then in September, I'm doing a California tour. And then in December, um, I forget where. We, we haven't lined it all up. It's a year from now. You're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. Shane. <laughs> Damn, Shane. <laughs> yeah. So I got I got lots of stuff lined up. And, and, and especially by the time this will have come out, a, a lot more ticket links and everything will be on the site. But we at least have like the the to be announced like the structure of where we're going to be and everything even if even if the links aren't up just yet because Do you say we as a, are... as a uh, form of a Oh, so uh, one, I have a full-time assistant that does all of the heavy lifting with this stuff. So I say that, and then with in, in terms of head talks, um, Sophia Rockland is joining me for all of cool. those dates, as well as other researchers and um, and artists on each show. So every show is a little different, but um, but she's she's the perfect fit for it. So I I'm kind of catering things around her schedule. But then stand up science is is me, and it's all a different show. Two scientists and a second comedian, and every. In every city, is and you can join the, uh, me in Jamaica, um, October second through 9th. Is Rockland the uh, when plants talk? When plants dream. When plants dream. When yeah. plants dream. I gotta check that out. Yeah. Okay, Shane. Okay, uh, you got your year planned out. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna watch your dog. Yeah, please do. Thanks yeah. for having me. How far in advance can you plan something? You think what's like? Plan. What's like the limit to your planning in advance? Like a. I mean, a 60. year is the most. Really? Yeah, yeah, for sure. How usually, much? usually, my goal is to try to have everything booked six months in advance, for sure. But uh, but then more than that's a bonus. I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah. And you can find me at Kevin Tipcorn. Dot dog. No, you can find me at Blair Saki B L A I R S O C C I. I'm going to be at Dead Curl Comedy Club when? January 17th through the 19th. You ever done that before? No. It's pretty good. It's I've done nice it a couple one. times. Well, in time? And, um, yeah. and then come to my Kratom. Blair and Greta show every Tuesday. There. First had Kratom? First had Kratom in Wilmington after our Dead Crow show. The Kratom capital of America. Yeah. Woo. Good night, everyone. Good morning. Good, good afternoon. Here on This Thing We Do. Bye.
That's so funny.